Ocean FM. Ocean FM's final whistle. Thanks to Donegal Plumbing and Heating, Old Lahey Road, Donegal Town. Suppliers of underfloor heating packages, aluminium radiators, Samsung and Daikin air-to-water heat pumps, and all your renewable needs. This is the final whistle on Ocean FM. It's a county final coming to the boil very nicely. Not since 1903 has there been an all-North Roscommon senior county final. This Sunday, Boyle are in their first one for 95 years against Strokestown. We'll give you a flavour of our community gone county final crazy this week. Plus, in Fermanagh, could this be the league and championship double-winning season for Erngales of Balik? They've got the league title already. Now it's the big one this Sunday at Brewster. And you're welcome to the programme. This is Austin O'Callaghan. Here are the contact details 083 3500 530 by WhatsApp or by text. Sport at oceanfm.ie is the email address and you'll find us on Twitter at oceanfmsport. Kean and Donny Smith coming up on the programme later. Also coming up, Ger Tracy of Fermanagh GAA TV will be getting the studio makeup on ahead of Sunday's Manock Fermanagh Senior Football Championship final between Ern Gales and Enniskill and Gales at Brewster Park. But first... I am a happy Irish man and I come from a place called Bile. It's near the Curlia Mountains and it's there I've lived in style. Oh, me father owned a nest and a goat and an acre of land as well. And me mother kept some hens and ducks and the eggs she used to sell. Oh, Boyle in the county Roscommon, that's where I long to dwell To hear the local singers sing the songs I love so well And walk along the river bank and watch the fishes rise And see the curly mountains slope gently to the sky well, I'm not sure if that's the tune that the Boyle players will be using in the team dressing room at the Hyde on Sunday before the throw-in, but you get my drift. After a wait of 95 years, the North Roscommon Town senior footballers have reached the senior championship final this Sunday against Strokestown. That run has prompted great excitement. David Kelly is the club's chairperson and the man also responsible for those entertaining live tweets during Boyle's championship games on the run to this county decider. So on the eve of such a momentous match as this, is any work being done in Boyle this week? There is, of course, yeah, there's plenty of work being done, yeah. yeah. You to look out the window and some of the work can be seen, the bunting and the flags. Uh, but I don't think that's the work you were talking about, but uh, certainly that's the sort of work that's been done. What has reaching the county final done for the local community? It's great. It's given a great lift to everyone, you know. Um, Coming into winter, days are closing in, um, but now we all have a sense of hope. Um, first time in 95 years is, as well being documented, but um, not great for the town, you know, it's great for everyone. You can see the lift in, in, in the town and everyone has their colours out and everyone's in good form. As chairperson of the club, did you see this championship run coming? I did often. I've seen it coming for the last few years. Uh, I would have played with some of these lads 
in my final days and in their younger days. And you know, they're a different breed. They're um, they put everything into it. They're disciplined. They watch what they eat. They watch what they drink. And they, you know, they love they love the gym work. They love the training. Um, they're a great bunch of lads. So I did see it coming. Yeah, yeah. I think for a lot of sports people from outside of Roscommon, you know, looking in, there will be an impression that Boyle have been contenders. I mean, I, I think a lot of neutrals away from Roscommon will be, will, are still getting their heads around the fact that it's been 95 years since Boyle last contested a senior county final in the county. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, we spent 95 years trying to get our heads around it too, you know. Boyle is, is the birthplace of the GA in Roscommon. And we're very proud of our history here. Um, we've had some great players throughout the years. You know, we've, we've always had players on the county team. Um, you know, we've had captains in the in the club here over the last 20 years. I can think of Enda, Tony, uh, David Casey. I uh, hope I'm not missing anyone there. But, you know, we've always had great players. Uh, but it's just been getting over the, the final hurdle, the, the semi-finals, the quarter-finals. Um, but, you know, we've gone on a great run this year. The, the experience of the few semi-finals over the last few years has probably helped um, and the pain of losing them has helped to get us here I suppose And you're part of a sports mad community your neighbours Boyle Celtic are a flagship soccer club the two of you did a joint fundraiser there last year which was a big success I mean it, it, it strikes me as a, a sports a sports mad part of the world It is yeah we've a thriving GA club a thriving soccer club uh, thriving tennis club here, basketball, and uh, you know what? We are sports mad, um, and all the clubs help each other out. You saw that last year with the, the fundraiser. There's also a, the early days yet, but the, the 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 town is coming together to try and and set up a, a sports complex that would cater for all sports. And um, so there is great community spirit here in, in the town, but as you say, we are sports mad. And 1927 is a long time ago. I'm not sure if there's anybody still around who can remember the last county final that, that, that Boyle were in. But it is about making new memories this Sunday. Um, it, it is going to be a pretty special occasion because it is what's been described as an all-North Roscommon final. The first one, I think, since Tulsk and Delphin back in 1903. So you're breaking new ground on, on a number of fronts here. Okay, right. I wasn't aware of that now, but yeah, look, you know, ninety-five years. But there's, there's even there's a link in today's team to that a team back in nineteen twenty-seven, and that Henry Feely was was one of the players then, and Henry's grandson Mark O'Connor is on the panel, and Henry's great grandson Luke McGrath is on the panel this year as well. So um, it must be in the blood. And your online presence has drawn warm praise to David, finally. Um, there aren't too many club chairmen who take charge of the live Twitter updates for their club senior matches, I imagine, around the country. But you're somebody who does, and in a very entertaining way. Will you be able to tweet live from the hide on Sunday for a game of this stature and importance? I will. It's something that keeps me sane during the game. Otherwise, I'd be a, a nervous wreck, I think, so... I focused all my energy on that and uh, kept me kept me good so far. Yeah, but it's a great time to be uh, leading your club, isn't it? Finally, that is. It is. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's a, there's a lot of a lot has happened. I've been an officer in the club for uh, about six years now, um, as a player's rep initially, and then 
vice chairman and chairman uh, chairman for the last three years, including this one. So uh, it is. It's an exciting time. Um, as I say, you know, this is a great bunch of lads. Uh, it's a great group that they have there, and they're all very close. And uh, I hope for their sake and for all the the work that they put into it that that they can get over the final hurdle. That's the voice of David Kelly, who's chairperson of Boyle GAA Club. And just to give you a brief sense of his humour uh, when doing live Twitter updates during the Boyle Championship matches, this was one of his tweets in the closing moments of their semi-final win over St. Bridget's when Boyle moved 111 to 12 points ahead of Bridget's into added time. Enda Smith goes on a run up the field and is pulled down to win a free in. The tweet reads, Enda Smith, marry me, ran the pitch and pulled down in front of the posts. Uh, just a sample of the Boyle GAA humour there during this championship run. Well, it is a team of families this Sunday and the Smith family are indelibly etched across this team, both on the field of play and on the sideline. Elder brother Kean is the team manager. We'll hear from him shortly. Enda Smith, who we just mentioned, is one of the midfield linchpins. And up front, Dolly will lead the team out this Sunday as captain of Boyle. Here he is in conversation this week with Ocean FM Sports own Boiler man, Ronan Flanagan. It's something nearly, you know, you'd, you'd nearly think of when you're a young lad leading your club team out into a county final. I think there's a lot been said about, you know, we haven't been there in 95 years, so, you know, it's a very special occasion. It's a massive occasion for obviously for my family, the whole community and the whole club, so really looking forward to it. And it's the, it'll be the 14th game you'll play this year. Um, You've only lost two so far, but I suppose going back to the league campaign, how important was it that the league campaign set out a good foundation ahead of the championship? Massive, because I think it showed that, you know what, I think we actually can believe, you know, that we could be competing with the top teams. Obviously, we played Roscommon, Clan, and then obviously Western Gales on our way to, the, to winning the league, and they were all tough games. So I think when we got that small bit, um, bit of taste of success, you know, it was very nice. It was our first trophy which I believe since 1927 as well, so hopefully it won't be the last, but um, it, was, uh, it was great to get it and it was good for, I think, for everyone to get their hands on a bit of silverware. The foundation of the defence has been key to your performances this year. How satisfying is it for yourself as a forward that, you know, the foundation, as I mentioned before with the league, but the foundation in defence is there for this boy team? Oh, it's critical. It is absolutely critical and... You know, I think a lot of credit has to go to number one, our, our management, that they wanted to set us up in a certain way to make us hard to play against. I think one of the things maybe that could have been thrown at us the last few years that maybe Boiler a bit too open. So look, you know, we, we, we've definitely focused on that and fair play to the lads and obviously the lads that are playing back there that, we, you know, we've tried to incorporate that, you know, maybe it's, it's not as easy to score against us. And look, our management are very clear it starts from the full forward line so you know we have to put in the shift to make sure that we're very hard to, to, to score against as well so it's a whole team effort as well as when we're attacking everyone's allowed to attack so it's very much a collective and the collective you mentioned there you've played with some very good forwards with DCU with Roscommon but to play your club football with the likes of Dara Craig Key McEwen and there's also other players that have been chipping in this season it must be a you know, a privilege to play alongside those kind of players. Oh, absolutely, Ronan. You know, it's great. You know, we're very lucky that we're able to produce players of that quality and long may it continue. You know, we, um, 
you know, there's no such thing now anymore as a couple of players trying to win a county title. You see with all the best teams, it's a full team effort. And I think that's probably the one thing this year that people would say about this team. You know, there's, there's no one standing out. It's everyone fitting in. I think anyone who's playing is there on merit. Anyone who comes in off the bench or is called on unneeded, they do the job and that's it. And there's no major fuss. So look, at everyone is playing well, but everyone knows that they have to put in a shift because there's lads on the bench that are just ready and willing to go when they're called on. And we see an interesting dynamic, you could say, with the ball team. Your own brother, Keen managing the team. Is it different that your own brother is managing the team? Of course it is, yeah. I, I'd be lying if I said it wasn't. Of course it is, yeah. Obviously, he's only a few years older than me. Obviously, he's not playing anymore. So it was something that he was always he always had his mind set on doing was obviously coming and managing his home club so look he's you know while we are brothers and obviously we've ended there as well you know it's very much a professional relationship when we're down here or on game day because you know it's for the good of the team it's not that we get any preferential treatment it's probably the opposite either you know it can be a bit harder on us maybe but that's good as well so yeah look at while we are obviously we're blood but it, 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 it's very irrelevant when we're the second we step on onto the pitch training or, or games or otherwise and you've achieved a lot in your career to date if you were to lift the Fahi Cup would that be the highlight of your career? without a doubt yeah without a doubt I think you know I've, I've been lucky enough I've had relative success in my career so far obviously you know look at winning a trophy with the club doing it for the, obviously lifting the trophy for the team as well you know it was rank as my greatest ever achievement I'd, I'd make no bones about that so yeah it's something that you know it's been it's been thought about a lot the last few days I'm sure strokes are the same because they're kind of in the same boat they're kind of a novel team as well so it's you know it's it's definitely something that you know I'm hoping to do in, in a week's time Boyle captain Donny Smith with Ronan Flanagan and his elder brother Kean will be in the Bonnestor bib on Sunday on the sideline. Kean, of course, was an All-Ireland minor football winner with Roscommon back in 2006 and he won an intermediate title with Boyle back in 2013. That after overcoming, overcoming throat cancer as a teenager to get back playing football again. In more recent times, Sligo GA supporters will be familiar with him. He was coaching Calera Strand until a few years ago but now he's back on his home sideline in Boyle where he's guided the club he grew up, up with to their first senior championship final since 1927 he's been talking to Ronan about what Boyle have achieved to date this year and what they might achieve this weekend to be honest about it it's not something that we would have said at the start of the year you know you're thinking about it you've aims ideally to win it but you don't turn around and say, we're going to get to it. You hope, you think, you plan maybe, you dream a lot. But uh, to get here is great. It's testament to the work of the lads and the club in general. But uh, now we're here, after have to win it now. And you've played 14 games, well this will be your 14th competitive game of the season. You've lost two so far, I think, to Dominic's and to Western Gales in the Dome um, I suppose going back to the league we'll start with the league how important was it the league as a plat- as a I suppose a platform or a, a preparation for the upcoming championship campaign how important was it to get that foundation of the league in um, the way I look at the league is I use it to practice plan try things out I suppose with us here with three county senior players 
three count your three ones you're down six players straight away so you're not near full strength obviously but it gives last chances and there's lads that played last year and this year that got into the team and stayed in it because they took their chance so the lads are aware of that as well so starting off the first game in the dome against Western Hills suppose so novelty the big the game in the dome first of all Western Gales, for the first year that I can remember, no county players, full strength. So we knew we were going to be up against it. I think we lost by five or six that day. First game in the league, no one lose any sleepovers. Next game here was against St. Dominic's. Now, Dominic's very good in team coming, intermediate finalists again this year. They had three county senior players. We had our under 21s back. So, you're kind of thinking, right, need a performance here. We were 11 points up at half time, and you're very happy, and you lose by one. So, uh, that was a low. That was a real low, to be honest, run. Um, because, as well, two groups of six in the league, five games, the bottom two were in relegation, so two defeats on the bounce, three games left. You're kind of a little bit worried, so. Went on then to uh, St. Folius. And we had Tony back. Enda was injured. They had Jerry Murta playing. Kieran was injured, so maybe leveled it up. Kimi Kiyom was away. We were four points down at half time. 9 5. And again, I don't know what to think. The lads came out that, that day, that second half. Evan McGrath, I remember, outstanding. I think one by three or four in the end, got us off the line. And kind of from then, that gave us huge belief. We played um, Park Pierce's next, beat them Aaron Boyle. Bridget's beat them, qualified for league quarterfinal, and off we went then. Scott McGill's in the quarterfinal, Clannan Gale in the semi, and Western Gales again in the final, and that was a good game. We was very happy to perform that day. But you're always, you reckon, have to recognise the fact that it is the league. It's not full tilt where teams might have everyone back. It's not do or die. So we won it. We enjoyed it. We celebrated it as we should have. But at the back of the lads' heads, we knew it was all about championship. And as it turned out, Western Gales again first up. And I mentioned the foundations there. I suppose foundations have been a key word really, and there's been a lot of outside talk you could say about you know, Boyle have the firepower up front but their defence might be a bit shaky here and there how satisfying is it for yourself and the management team that you know, you have shored up at the back this year that you've you know, very much limited the opposition to you know, you've, you know the, the opposition haven't you know, got as much as they might have wanted before the game Yeah, that was one thing that we addressed look we had no choice, we had to address it. You can't, can't keep doing the same thing and expect different results. We've tightened up a lot. Um, no point saying otherwise. But it, was, it wasn't as if it was a master plan or grand surgery to the team or anything. Everyone's playing the same position as they always have. Just a few, few little tweaks here and there and we've tightened up. But, but I would have said our defenders are, in general, would have been underrated. Luke Clennon, 
Daniel Casey, Ty McKenna, and the, the one that, in my opinion, most underrated, Conor Flanagan, is year after year gets better with Boyle and has never let Boyle down. And you go on then now to the championship. You mentioned the Western Gales game, unbeaten in the group, and then you get to the quarter final, then against Glavies. No, actually, going back to the, rather the the last group game against Clannagail, how important is it? You see teams all about getting, you know, big pitch experience, for a better word, if you want to phrase it that way, that you've already played is it three games now in the hide. How important is that from your point of view, you know, going into a final on the same pitch? Well, going back to the Clannagail game, so the last group game in Hyde Park, our sense of Clannagail were true, so it was, it was a dead rubber. But we approached it slightly differently. Believe it or not, we hadn't won in the Hyde in Championship since 2017, which coincidentally enough was against Rockstown. But we kind of laid that out to the players, and that was a real, a real driving force that day for us. That for us as a team, we had to win in, in the country ground. Like you can't, you can't have any ambitions to do anything seriously if you can't win in the, the country round. So that was our only aim that day. We didn't care how we won, whether it was by a point or by ten points, we just had to win. And then, look, we've won obviously three on the bounce now, so I think it was, I think it was an important monkey to offer back. Again, while people outside might think it was important, I know from in the group, it really was something that we spoke about. And it's, Kind of, that was our focus that week. And we've mentioned the defence players like that, but you know, Boyle have Boyle are known for their their firepower. But you know, how how I suppose firepower. But there's players that have stepped up this season that you know you mentioned there, like the likes of Connor Flanagan, the likes of you know Luke Glenn and Daniel Casey. Like they, there are players that would have been known, but there are players that would have. Not to not be known, but you know they they have stepped up this year, you know, and and it's been it's been a, a full it's been a full squad tilt getting to this final. Absolutely, like we've we've a panel of thirty five, I think between league and championship we might have used twenty seven, twenty eight, and that's just guys are informed, guys weren't like Rock Amore wasn't in the team at the start of the year. Worked, worked himself to the bone, got back in, kept his place. Mark O'Connor, he was 40 actually on Wednesday. Mark wasn't, but honestly, Mark knows it himself. At the start of the year, I wouldn't have Mark in my plans. And the way he trained, I had no choice but to play him. Kept his place, played the league final, and has played minutes, starting or off the bench in every game since. And again, but that's that comes from training. I think we have we've a really good squad. Even those guys people wouldn't know of. Joe Sweeney is a guy who came back this year after five, six years away. Huge effort in. Drives drives the lads of training just by pure effort. Never never lets up. Um, and then we introduced a lot of younger lads as well. Lads off the under seventeen team last year. Niall O'Donnell, David Flanagan, Eden Kearns, Gavin O'Connor, Sean Garvin, the goalie. We've 
these guys who come in and they're breath of fresh air around the place and they bring the standard of training up and they're also good lads as well there's no there's no hassle with them they come in train get on with everybody and it's a really good you know it's a, I think it's a good it's a settled camp it's a tight camp and I think that's very important as well and I suppose if we can touch on your own managerial coaching experience we're here at Ocean FM. I suppose we can touch on Calera Strandhill. How much, I suppose, how much did that shape you as the manager you are now today? Ah, oh, that's, that year in Calera with John McBarland and Carl O'Reilly and Christy Walsh, that's, that was a great year. For, well, first of all, when I was approached to get involved, I, I was just surprised, delighted, didn't really know what to expect. I suppose Ben and Boyle here, my, you'd be interested in all the football, but we were kind of grown up on Eastern Harps, Paul Taylor, Paul McGarver and Ross Donovan, these guys beside us winning championships. Then you're watching and hearing about Torlestrand, St Mary's. I would have known a little bit about Calera through Niall Murphy, and I would have been friendly with him, Barry O'Mahony. I've known some of them. And then when I went down and got involved and was taking sessions and got to know the lads and look some of the finest fellas that I met in GA that year in Calera like the lads I mentioned but other lads as well like Enda Mitchell and Adrian my partner and Ed O'Mac who's they were obviously in charge this year great lads Barry Doyle you know lads that lads that just come in train, want to do their best for their club, delighted to play for their club and give everything. There's a lot to be said for that. Like there's, and Calera's a good club, like it's, you know, probably no more than ourselves and Boyle here over the years would probably say should have been doing better than they have done. Now, Calera have been in more finals than we have and probably should have won, won won some of them as well and but it definitely shaped me even even this these two weeks leading into the final stuff that I would have been involved with with John Mack and Calera has helped me and uh, it was a great experience and again whatever about the football side but I, I've got great friendships from those lads and I said like the lads I mentioned and the likes of the two callies Sound, 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 fellas, and you know, really, really enjoyed my time there. And you mentioned ended there. You have Donny as well on the team. Two brothers. I asked Donny the, the same question, but I suppose I'll ask yourself: Is the dynamic of managing your two brothers? It must be a. I suppose that's the GA in a nutshell is the family club, the family effort. But uh, from your own point of view, is it strange, or do you just, you just, as Donny mentioned, the professional relationship? Um, well, before I took the job, because I was so young, 34, 33 when I took it, like some of my best friends, Sean Purcell, Marco Donahue, Rocky Elmore, Marco Connor, they were all still playing, so I met them and sat down and said, look, I'm thinking about taking this job. I, I don't want it to affect our friendship, but there'd be no favouritism, nothing. The lads had no issues. Obviously, spoke to Indian Tony and... Like one thing about us, 
the three of us when we talk about anything were very straight and very honest and if they thought it was a bad idea or they thought there'd be issues they'd be the first to say it about anything and me to them as well so once there was no issues on their side there was no issues on my side I treat them the same as I would every other player they know that they like that and I think the other players understand it too whereas yes obviously brothers but I'm here to manage the Boyle senior team they know everything I do for the best of the team there's no favouritism and they definitely don't get special treatment and I suppose the second last question is what would it mean to yourself you know at 20 past 4 on Sunday week to you know Boyle to lift the Fahey Cup for the very first time how would that feel? It's, it's, it's something over the years and obviously I'd be as you know I'd be very uh, no very is the wrong word I'd be obsessed with GA and football and, and in particular I've made no bones about it even when we were struggling at junior league and intermediate Boyle has always been outside of family Boyle is number one in my life um, I would have thought about it over the years you know you'd be dreaming about different things and talking to people and you know you're watching county finals and geez imagine if we were there imagine if we ever won it and what would it be like and and the truth of the matter is Ron it's I don't know I don't know what it'll be like but the one thing I've kind of learned is whatever happens win or lose you win you're ecstatic you lose you're distraught but we just get on with it at the end of the day while it means so much to us there's about 0.2% of the population care about the Roscommon Senior Football Final between everything that's gone on in Chrysler everything else in Ireland there's so much to hassle way more important things than football so while it's the be all and end all to us in the grand scheme of things it really is irrelevant I see it I'll enjoy it I'll be distraught but after a few days life goes on and the final question you won an All-Ireland minor medal in 2006 would you swap the All-Ireland minor medal for a championship victory in nine days time absolutely um, no no doubt about it um, I said Roscommon is brilliant loved it always support them brilliant but Boyle is Boyle and Boyle is home Boyle is Boyle and Boyle is home that's the voice of Kean Smith manager of the Boyle senior Gaelic football team in Roscommon ahead of Sunday senior county final against Strokestown which throws in at 3pm and we'll keep you in touch with how that is going on Ocean FM Sport this weekend. 083 3500 530 by text or by WhatsApp. When we come back after the break, Ger Tracy of Fermanagh GATV will be chatting to us about this weekend's senior county finals on Saturday 
uh, on Sunday and the intermediate decider on Saturday evening. Ocean FM. Ocean FM's final whistle. Thanks to Donegal Plumbing and Heating, Old Lahey Road, Donegal Town. Suppliers of underfloor heating packages, aluminium radiators, Samsung and Daikin air to water heat pumps, and all your renewable needs. A reminder of the live matches this weekend across Ocean FM Sport this Friday night from the SSE Ertricity League Premier Division live online coverage from Oriel Park on Dundalk against Sligo Rovers 7.45 kickoff in Loud on Friday evening. It's live on OceanFM.ie and across the Ocean FM Sport social media platforms. Then on Sunday two provincial LGFA club championship commentaries for you from one o'clock from Bonnernaden the Connacht LGFA senior football quarter final, St. Nathie's the Sligo champions against Glen Manor Hamilton, the Leitrim champions. That's live from one o'clock, courtesy of Bernie's Beauty Salon. Then on 105 FM from half past one, Arua Bally Shannon's intermediate footballers take on Steelstown of Derry in the Ulster LGFA intermediate football quarterfinal. That's live from half past one on our 105 frequency, courtesy of Sean Oaks Bar in Ballyshannon. And then from three o'clock, the showpiece Sunday of Senior Hurling and Sligo. It's the county final Eastkey the Holders against Navon. That's live from three from Markovic Park. Compliments of Shoot the Crows proudly supporting Sligo Hurling. And of course, it's county final weekend in Fermanagh. The Kevin Courtney Car Sales Intermediate Final is on Saturday evening at six. Devnish against Temple Maguires. Then on Sunday afternoon at four o'clock, Ern Gales Balik against Enniskill and Gales. Both matches at Brewster Park. Ern Gales, remember, ended at 26 year wait for the Senior Division 1 League title back in August. And now, as Ger Tracy points out, they're one more victory away from ending an even lo- longer senior championship wait. It's incredible, you know, I suppose. I think where the club were last season, um, playing intermediate championship and leading uh, a last-ditch goal seven minutes into injury time to beat Devonish in a pulsating intermediate final last year, which they come into senior football. And you have to give them full credit for what has happened uh, this year since that promotion. They have went on and have uh, went through the league, won nine games on the bounce, unbeaten, and got to a league final and accounted for Kenobi and that. And then they went on this championship run, which has seen them uh, secure a place in, in, in the final. First time since 2016 that they've been in the final. However, you have to go back to 1981 since the last won uh, a senior championship. So it's a huge weekend for, for Balik. And um, full credit to them for what they've achieved this year to date. But they'd love to put the scene on a memorable year with a championship on Sunday afternoon. Has the senior championship levelled up in a big way this year and for manager? And what I mean by that is, I mean, naturally, Derek Only Harps' holders are going to be there, but the resurgence of Enniskill and Gales, Dom Corrigan's Canoli probably felt they were very, very close to winning both the league and the championship this season. Yeah, I think you've hit the nail on the head there, Austin. I mean, at the beginning of this year, um, well, prior to this year, there was always the big two over the last number of years would have been Derry Gonley and Ederney. And since then, uh, this year, Bell and Eck have, have come into the picture, Kinvalli have come into the picture, Balik uh, have come into the picture. Of course, as you say, in a skilling Gales. Now, in a skilling Gales, there's been a lot of talk about this in a skilling Gales since the one that Ulster Minor Championship way back in 2018, not that far back. And, you know, a lot was expected of that team. 
a brilliant team that went and won that Ulster. And uh, expectancy, and now they're starting to deliver on that expectancy. And funny, I was looking at that team and seeing many of them players uh, would have uh, featured back in uh, 2018. And it's remarkable. Uh, throughout the panel, there's about 14 of the lads that, that were involved in that Ulster minor factory that are involved in the squad. And remarkably, again, eight of them. Uh, I think are starting on on Sunday afternoon. So you have to give credit to Inniskill and Gales for what they've done with that crop of players and the way they've been able to nurture them and bring them through, get them to their second championship uh, final in a row. Let's it's time that this team, you know, that there was so much talk about, maybe delivered the silverware. They haven't delivered the silverware yet. They're at the top table, but they need silverware at the top table now. Well, that's for sure. I mean, we can remember Enniskill and Gales being the team to beat the Standard Bears back in the 1990s. A word on the importance of having the the club from the urban centre prominent again in Championship football. Yeah, I think it's really important for, for Man of Football. You know, uh, a strong Enniskill and Gales team means that you normally have a strong county team. As you alluded to, uh, back in 1998, the, the one in the Championship and they went in and won it for uh, six years in, in a row, uh, getting beat by Danny Gonley in 2004, and then coming back and winning it again in 2006. That one, 2006. And I would suggest that Kamana's best years, of course, the memorable year in 2004, getting the All-Ireland semi-final, featured a lot of in strong team in, in Kamana at that time. I, I think it's really, really important Maybe they took their eye of the ball at, at that time. They would have been competing in uh, Ulster Club. They would have been beating finals over that period. And maybe they took their eye of the ball in terms of the youth development. But I do know that the amount of work that's gone into youth over the last uh, five, six years, um, and particularly uh, with the under sixes, eights and tens in the club at the minute, uh, Tom Brewster is is leading that charge for them at the moment and doing remarkable work there. So Inniskill and Gales will be they're, they're near enough the top table at the minute and I believe that they will be there for, for quite a while because the structures are, are really in, in the club at the moment and there's big ambitions as well about uh, a capital development project there uh, at, at Brewster Park as well. So it's a club that uh, are in a good place at the moment but the icing on the cake for them now and for, to bring them to the next stage will be to get over Billy or uh, Gales on um, uh, Sunday afternoon. But Austin, that's not going to be an easy task because I've been really impressed by this Aaron Gales team over the last, uh, over this this 12 month period. They have some fine footballers, and that's like you look at the, the three, there's two sets of brothers, three brothers, uh, you know, the McCanns, there's Dan and there's Barry and there's Jack. And then the three Callums, Oshin, uh, Alton and Aegon. And they have added you know, huge pace and power and belief into that team. And then you throw in the experience of Thomas McCaffrey, Thomas McCaffrey, Arthur's son, of course. Arthur being one of the uh, Aaron Gales players that played for the Mass 1982 Ulster uh, final defeat. Um, his, that's his son, uh, Thomas, that plays uh, as the corner forward. And then Ryan Lyons, who is uh, at the peak of his powers at the minute, uh, played really, really well for Fermanagh over the last uh, 12 to 18 months and, of course, playing really, really well for for his club. So they're a strong 
solid 15 uh, but they've huge pace about them that's the thing that I love about them they're of huge pace and they're committed to playing attacking football and as you do the commentaries for Fermanagh GAA TV uh, during this senior championship campaign the county manager Kieran Donnelly is also weighing in do you think he has spotted a few players you know clubs, club players who are putting up their hand and saying I might have something to offer the county team when we get into the, the new season Ah, oh, yeah, when you look at Enniskillen, uh, 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 Connor Love, uh, he was a member of that uh, Hogan Cup winning team with the, the Mike in 2019. Connor has been one of the standout players at and Gale this year, and in particular in this championship. He's averaging in around five, six points a game, so uh, Connor has to be putting his hand up. Callum Jones is back from injury as well, and he's playing uh, pretty well for, for his club at the moment. To young Josh Horn, the younger brother of Brandon, both of them lads on that Hogan Cup winning team. So there's a, there's a couple of from the the Skilling Gales team that will be putting up their hand, I'm sure, for a place on the the county squad. And then I've mentioned the the two Callums, the three Callums, uh, Ashin and Alton are in the squad at the moment, and uh, Aegon Callum, the younger brother, he's been really really impressive, and he's another one that's probably putting up his hand to say. Look, I, I, I could, I could play at that level. So Jack McCann's in the squad. So uh, Billy have a good sprinkling in, in, in the squad. I think the new format uh, as well has helped in Fermanagh. You know, the league, um, the, the two groups of four has, has, has proved to be, and there's, there's no game that wasn't important. And I think that brought out the best in, in, in all the teams throughout the championship. And I think it's been a hugely positive championship for. Kieran as a manager watching in and also for for manager in general and it would be remiss of me finally Ger, not to ask a garrison native about Saturday's intermediate final Devnish playing Temple Maguires are Devnish going to make that eagerly awaited return to senior football this weekend well I I, I hope so uh, wouldn't it be some weekend for uh, that the, the parish uh, and Balik both in the one parish of course wouldn't it be a remarkable weekend if uh, Balik uh, won the, the senior championship and Devonish won the intermediate championship uh, let's be honest they have been the, the form team in the intermediate championship that played in, again in the, on the round robin the one three out of three and a, a, a very very impressive victory over Derry Lynn in, in the semi-final seem to be getting scores from all over the park. They have a lovely blend of experience in, in their team. There's great pace about their team. And the you know, they were able to hit three goals against um Derry Lynn in the in the semi final and were really, really impressive. Now, Temple when you look at the Temple team often, you know, there's a lot of very good individual players in the Temple team. Are they gelling as as a team as yet? I'm not so sure, uh, but you know, people, players like Aidan Breen, players like Turn and Bow, both of them in the county panel. Ryan Breen was previously in a county panel. Niall McElroy, son of the great John McElroy, he's still playing. Damien Kelly, former county player. Uh, you know, uh, the, the, they're a very, very solid uh, side. Some excellent individuals. I think it, it will be a, a, an absolutely cracking. Um, Intermediate Champions final on, on Saturday evening and of course that will go out live as well on, on a GATV. 
That's Ger Tracy, who's for Man at GATV's main commentator this weekend. He's also a senior selector with the Fermanagh Senior Footballers. The intermediate final between Devonish and Tempo is on Saturday evening in Brewster at 6pm. The senior final between Erngales Balik and Enniskill and Gales is on Sunday afternoon at Brewster at 4pm. Both matches live on Fermanagh GAA TV. A reminder, this programme is available as a podcast each week on oceanfm.ie and wherever you get your pods. Just search for Ocean FM to find it. Ocean FM. Ocean FM's final whistle. Thanks to Donegal Plumbing and Heating. Old Lahey Road, Donegal Town. Suppliers of underfloor heating packages. Aluminium radiators. Samsung and Daikin air-to-water heat pumps. And all your renewable needs.